It's very difficult for Manchester United to stop that. What do you want them to do? Come out and deny every single link. With 22 links to different players on one day last week alone. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Ross Mulley, we've just had the first of the two All-Ireland Football quarterfinals here at Croke Park. Two comfortable victories in the end. Derry by 14 points against Clare in the opener and Dublin have beaten Cork by 11 points in the second game. Remarkable consistency from Dublin. 13 years in a row now they're into a semi-final. We had question marks about them early in the year when they were relegated to Division 2 and even today people are looking at James McCarthy's injury, Conor Callaghan missing, maybe it was going to open the door. But a ruthlessly efficient performance to beat Cork by 21 points to 10. Yeah, I think very impressive uh, today, I suppose. People wonder why they didn't score goals and stuff like that. I think you've got the credit Cork on their defensive performance. Uh, Powder obviously played that uh, sweeper role really, really well. And unfortunately, from Cork's perspective, if you do play the sweeper and you do keep an extra man back there, you kind of deprive yourself uh, further up the field and mix that with, uh, I think, 16, 17 missed opportunities. Uh, you're not going to beat Dublin if you're, if you're playing conservatively at the back and you're missing chances up front. On the flip side, uh, Dublin's second half gave a, a, a masterclass, particularly Dean Rock from Place Balls. Uh, they had scored 11 points out of 13 opportunities. Dean Rock hit the post, and the last effort from Aaron Byrne was, was wide. Other than that, ruthlessly, ruthlessly efficient, up there with 85%. So that's what it takes to win on our, all Ireland's, and uh, Dublin are putting themselves in the driving seat again. I don't think Cork would have been too disappointed with the scoreline at halftime, 10 points to 7 down. What they will be very frustrated with, though, is the 20-minute spell after halftime where they scored one point by the 56 minutes of their performance in the second half. If you're going to go out and you're going to contain Dublin, that's fine as a tactic. But if you're not scoring at the other end, Dean Rock will just keep on popping scores over. Yeah, and Dublin got to, Dublin had they really had the the run of the game second half, and they got to play it on their own terms. Uh, they were able to bring the ball over and back across the field. Uh, you had uh, likes of Brian Fenton coming into the game. Uh, he kicked two brilliant points in the second half. Interestingly enough, both of those assists were from Lee Gannon, so possibly patterns of play developing there uh, to get uh, to get him into the game. But ultimately, Dublin weren't required to go to the top gear today. And uh, maybe luckily for them, because they didn't have Conor Callaghan, and uh, obviously it might have been a, probably a much different game if Con was in there. Generally, when he's in there, goal chances uh, arise and all that kind of thing. So uh, that would have been very interesting today with, with Powder playing that role if O'Callaghan was in there. But uh, obviously not. He'll likely be back the next day. And that gives Dublin that goal scoring dynamic that they didn't have today. Yeah, because they. Stewart's based on the. Stewart's based on As the PA looked to try and get everyone out of Crook Park here, 50,000. <laughs> including were here, us by the looks of things. determined to get us out, get the Seagulls out who are on the pitch at the moment. Um, but when. Dublin look at this they had a good spread of scores across the team as you mentioned Lee Gannon comes up two points two assists great from cornerback but second half we looked at it on various different occasions where there was nobody really to go in behind that is the absence that's there when Con's not there yeah well when, when you have the three boys in the full forward line uh, Coslo uh, Dean Rock and Paddy Small uh, they're excellent finishers and they're really really accurate but they, none of them seems to have that quality whereby they want to win the ball with their with their back to goal, with high ball coming in on top of them and, and be that kind of playmaker and, and that kind of pivot at the edge of the square. And to be fair, um, there's not that many players in the country can do it and do it as well as Conor Callaghan. So when he's 
when he's there I think they're favourites for the All-Ireland I've said this all year uh, when he's not there um, it brings them well back into the pack and, and on days like today you see where maybe they don't have that uh, that bit of brilliance to carve out the, the real clear goal scoring opportunities but in saying that we have to credit Cork um, it, people coming up here today probably wouldn't have expected him to keep keep goals out and to only concede points so you have to credit them with that as well but I do think if Dublin were required to go for that go for those extra gears they probably would have found them today as well that is a plus for Cork that they did a good job containing both Kerry and Dublin for long periods in the two big games that they played this year I know you were very taken by some of their forwards too you were mentioning how good a man he was every time that he got in the ball maybe second half though the ball didn't get up to him enough at the Hill 16 end yeah yeah good good player and you know it was, he's able to mix it up and uh, he got a couple of scores he got free he scored a couple of long range frees there uh, he put a brilliant ball in that uh, Hurley uh, got a brilliant score and coming towards the end of the end of the first half, so there's green shoots there for for Cork. Uh, obviously, Hurley is still their main man, and he's at times today he was unmarkable. His back here behind me in the in the canal end in, in the first half, his lateral movement it's very 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 difficult to mark on a one on one. So um, they'll be pleased with aspects of their of their play, but ultimately they conceded 21 scores and uh, that's a disappointment and, and you know when you're going to play Dublin uh, they're probably going to hit 20, 21, 22 scores and you need to be getting up near there yourself and Cork just weren't able to do that today. You mentioned Brian Fenton. Is he starting to get back towards his best football again? Because there were times where he could have frustrated figure here in the National Football League. I think back maybe to the Armagh game and the Calera game and a few along the way. To me, at least, it looks like he's getting back towards his best form again. Yeah, and to be fair to him, obviously Dublin were playing throughout the year not at full strength and I think it was only coming towards the end of the league that they started to get the James McCarthy's, the Johnny Coopers, uh, even towards the, the earlier rounds of the championship getting them back and playing consistently and to lose James McCarthy again today so I think Dublin have had an indifferent year in terms of having all of their top players fit at the one time and, and sometimes you need that you need other players around you so that you can, you can do the things that you normally do because without certain players like McCarthy uh, maybe Fenton there was pressure on him to do other things that maybe um, is not what his strengths are in terms of like we said second half there just freewheeling forward and kicking brilliant scores from the edge of the D where Lee Gannon has thrown the ball back to him so um, you do need to judge Dublin I suppose based when they when they have their full team and uh, if they have the two boys back for the for the semi-final they're going to in my opinion they'll go in as favourites regardless of who they're playing An unexpected inclusion we only got seen for a few minutes with a cameo at the end but Ola Donald the hurling captain very imposing full back in the hurling team has opted to play football for the rest of this year remains to be seen how much hurling he's going to do for Dublin in the future uh, Came on, we expect him to come on the forwards but he ended up kind of coming in as a more sweepy role in the half-back line for the period he was on the pitch. It still says a lot that he's able to come in mid-season and make this uh, panel at the moment at a time maybe when they are a few men short because of injury. Yeah, and credit to him. Obviously, he's a, he's a gifted athlete. He's a phenomenal hur hurler, but he's also a really good club player in Dublin and uh, he'll be very pleased with his debut. He assisted a score here coming towards the end as well, so a really positive um, step up for him in terms of inter-county football. He's been doing it for so many years on the hurling field, but he will add that physicality and aggression uh, that and he, he he looked like he was in the mould of kind of the way Johnny Cooper plays where he's roll up the sleeves and he's getting stuck into it and and certainly if you have that mentality 
as a hurler where you're going to be man marking and you're going to be aggressive and physical and you've got to keep somebody quiet in the game to have that a lot of those things are transferable into going in and playing in defence here at uh, inter-county football level as well because if you have that knack of being able to keep a forward quiet regardless of what sport it is that's a mentality and that's a huge positive that du Dublin have now of course he's going to be tested in the be bigger days ahead and maybe um, more even games where he'll be more one-on-one -on -one and it's not a cameo role here at the, at the end of a at the end of a, a convincing win but uh, it's another option for Desi Farrell certainly mm, When you're 10 points up not a bad time to bring him on in the quarter-final as opposed to maybe come in for your senior inter-county debut against Carrier Mayo in a semi-final it'd be good to get those minutes into the legs First game then Derry very impressive in some parts disappointing where we got I was saying with some of their finishing elsewhere their efficiency was way down like you've been watching their efficiency through the Ulster Championship much closer to 70% shot efficiency they're very good at uh, you know getting into a good position to take scores but that efficiency was way down especially at times in the first half today albeit they still scored five goals against mm. Clare yeah that's it exactly and we we were looking at the start that they had and I think they had two goals and two points up on the up on the scoreboard but they had missed something like six chances and that's what you look at this team coming to Croke Park and obviously they're into an all-earned semi-final now and it's it's going to be a bigger step up than than the Clare test today. Um, average age of that team, 25 and a half years of age. So they're neither inexperienced or really experienced. They're kind of, uh, the majority of those players are somewhat in between and that's why today was a big, big test to them. Um, you heard Gallagher maybe coming out in the interviews before the game saying that, yeah, we are favourites and, and, you know, embracing that, uh, that favourites tag and that can, that can go two ways. You can put a bit of pressure on your team, but it's also a way of seeing are they prepared to stand up and embrace it and take it on. And, and they did that with a sheer convincing, really convincing today. It was, uh, it was a really, really, really top display when you think of all the goals that they scored. And each one of those goals, you know, people will see them back on, on TV. There were some unbelievable finishes. A lot of, I think four of those hit the top corner. So they'll be very pleased with that. Um, but at the start of the game, when, when they needed to, although they were missing chances, they hit two superb, two superb goals. The Connor Glass one was brilliant, but in particularly the Benny Heron one, because they pressed right up on the Clare kickout. I felt the last day against Donegal, they, they were happy to let uh, Donegal uh, take the kick out and maybe try and smother them further down the field. But today they were on the front foot. They they made Clare nervous, and when they stripped that kick out and Barry, Benny Heron rifled it to the net, it kind of had a sense of. Um, Derry are really stepping it up here, and they're they're going to make it. They're going to make big inroads and in trying to put Clare away early here. In many ways, it was a tale of two approaches to the kickout for those first two goals inside the 15 minutes. Clare were living dangerously with some of the short kickouts before that. Derry were more than happy to go full press on them, and Clare didn't press for the goal that was scored by Derry. They came from their own kickout, and Connor Glass finished it. Yeah. So in many ways, Derry were rewarded for their bravery in how they approached the kickout. Yeah, they were, and and shows the versatility of their of their tactics as well, and and you know, it's one thing saying you're going to push up on a kickout. It's an it's an entirely other thing to actually turn over somebody else's kickout, and to really get that pressure on that forces the mistake. Um, you saw Armagh uh, against uh, Donegal in the last day out uh, changed the game where, where they robbed two Donegal kickouts in a, in a row uh, ended up getting their goal from it so uh, 
as I say, it, it takes incredible work rate and, and commitment to actually steal a ball on a kick out. And the, when Connor Glass um, when, when Connor Glass finished from their own short kick out, you know, you kind of just had that that feel that regardless of what Clare were going to do today, uh, Derry just came in here with the with, really with the perseverance and the energy. That they were, that they mean business, and and I do think they're they're at a stage with uh, Gallagher with the game plan. They're completely bought into it, regardless of whether they're up by two points or down by two points. They fit directly into that game plan. They follow, they fall back, uh, they settle in the positions. They make it really competitive between the 21-yard line and the 45-yard line, and they they rob all that space and certainly they're going to be looking at the semi-final uh, with great excitement now at this stage What about McGuigan's performance then? He was excellent here in the Division 3 League final, he seems to enjoy playing in Crow Park but 1-8 here today, 1-7 from play, that's an incredible uh, individual achievement in Hall Yeah, fantastic and he also um, gave, he, he assisted one of the goals as well, I think it was the one just before half time, there's that many goals mm. I, can't, I can't recall them all exactly but it, you know, it, was, it was that one, Rogers came up the the line here passed it to him and then he laid it on again for the goal so he was absolutely outstanding today uh, gave an exhibition of of scoring um, he was on the ball wanted to be on the ball all the time um, but in, in saying that he just, he was he was outstanding and, and he picked up the man of the match award I have to say Chrissy McCaig today was immense again uh, last day out he was superb against uh, Donegal today he was brilliant uh, you know Sexton was the main man the last day for Clare against uh, against Roscommon uh, today Chrissy McCaig was totally dominant and has he proved himself Ross has been one of the best man markers around in the country right now because it seems that Brendan Rodgers has been brilliant as well but that full back line Chrissy tends to go across on the danger player in the last few games and he's really good at nullifying the key forward on the other team yeah, well, I think the difference... Rogers for me, has struck me more in an attacking sense mm. and getting up the field, driving runs and scoring and so on, uh, whereas uh, Chrissy McCaig just has that mentality. And I was fortunate enough to share an international rules dressing room with him, and he has that mentality where he can just focus in on an opponent. And it, that kind of thing is very rare. We spoke about Owen O'Donnell on the Dublin side where you, where you have to have a specific mind frame to be able to do that. I think the last day against Donegal, I'm not too sure if Chrissy McCaig touched the ball more than twice uh, against Donegal in the Ulster final. Today he was on the ball a lot more, um, but Sexton wasn't. And that ability to give up your own game in terms of playing the ball to do the job for the team, that takes incredible concentration for 70-odd minutes and so on. And uh, He's most definitely worth a mention because as good as the attacking performances were and the goals down one end his single mindedness to stop Clare's most potent forward uh, was remarkable and congrats to him for that Chatting to some of the Derry journalists down below earlier on their one concern was the amount of goal chances that they coughed up to Clare today because it's a game that Derry probably should have even won by a little bit more but you look at particularly the messiness of the Cleary goal in the second half Derry would be very disappointed with how he got in behind on his own and was able to finish yeah, it was. It was. Listen, it was really opportunistic the way he he found himself in space and slid at home soccer style. It, it was fantastic. You look at uh, Pierce Lillis's goal in the in the first half. Again, that was a break kind of through the middle of their defence. So they will be disappointed with that. There's aspects of it that uh, obviously will need to tidy up for the next day. But 
something you come to Croke Park and the extra space and Derry were they were well ahead or they were starting to pull pull ahead it, it became very clear kind of how the pattern of the game was going so the couple of opportunities that came and Clare finished them off really well so it'll give uh, it'll give Gallagher plenty of reason to get them back in the training field and really you know go through why those goal opportunities uh, arose and why the scores were conceded from them so they'll have plenty to work on from the next day but uh, ultimately they'll be very very pleased going home here today. We'll wait and see what happens Sunday where they're going to be playing Armagh Galway in the last four but it's a great story for Derry who were in Division 4 not that long ago couldn't buy a win in Ulster from 2013 mm. and now they've won the anglo Celts and they're into an All-Ireland semi-final Last time they were here for a semi-final, 2004, you guys had lost with Leash to Westmead uh, in the Leinster final that year. You made your inter-county debut the year before. Is Ross Munley going to be around for a 20th season with Leash? Uh, it's, look, at you, people always ask that question and uh, I always say it takes time for reflection over the summer. Uh, nobody has the right to say I'll be around next year. You have to earn that in the club championship. Uh, our club championship will be starting in a, in a couple of weeks' time and those kind of decisions that have to be right for everybody so ultimately it's a it's about performing in the club championship and putting your hand up for selection and taking a lot of a lot of other things into consideration so too early to predict things like that at this stage let me enjoy the summer let me just enjoy the couple of weeks left in the summer yeah i feel like colin collins you weren't exactly going to retire on me here when i asked you that he was saying earlier about the management's like i'll go off and have a chat with my family you guys will be the last ones to find out but I, look, I suppose for you, you have to adapt to a slightly different role as well. Over the last few years, you've kind of been coming off the bench and, you know, you've been racking up the appearances, your leash's record appearance maker. But is it difficult to actually kind of adjust to that coming off the bench as opposed to being a starter? I know you will say to me right now, it's all about playing a role for the team. But is it hard to adjust it? Uh, I suppose oh, you have to get your mind, your head around it. And ultimately, it comes down to this, and I say it all the time. You can't go from starting games week in week out for x amount of years and talking in the dressing room about everybody has to put their shoulder to the wheel whether you're playing or not playing and everybody has to commit and all the rest i think the lawnmowers, the lawnmowers are, are digging me out of trouble here at this stage so ross is not getting into trouble we'll wish ross well with our list throughout the summer we'll see what happens with Leach. i didn't have to finish the answer to that question there you go it's going to be a wonderful carpet for crow park for sunday's games ross thanks a million for joining us here my pleasure as always thank you yeah, listen, that's a way, you know, from the early season and you're into the really enjoyable part, you know, for, for players and supporters and everything, but the groundwork has to be done and, you know, thankfully, you know, we, we scored early on and we opened up the game and, to be honest, you know, we had a good idea, Claire's game plan was going to be to keep the thing very tight and conservative and, you know, said they set their stall out conceding the kickouts, so we wanted to open up the game as early as possible and, well, we missed a number of point chances, I thought we were, you know, took the goals early on very well and left Claire, you know, with having to change tack, which didn't suit the way they wanted to go about it. Yeah, listen, probably, you know, we became a wee bit nonchalant and a wee bit too much of a shootout, you know, from a defensive point of view once we got the second goal and, you know, we left a few gaps we wouldn't be happy with, but look, it was a great response and great quality and look, it's great to see that quality coming through and that kind of ruthlessness and uh, some, what I would call devastating brilliance from individuals, you know. Aye, listen, it's good scoring, so it is, you know, he's a very good player, but you know, Shane's very aware that uh, the other players, you know, are a crucial part of the way we go about things. But you know, the one quality Shane has at every occasion, he puts the team first. And you know, sometimes putting the team first means he has to, you know, come up with the shots. But he also is very much a lot of a lot of other qualities. Yeah, listen, look, the, the league meeting, you know, it was 
five weeks, I think, after Schluck Neil, you know, had been playing in uh, an All Ireland semi final. We had no training the Glen players, you know, at all we niggles, you know, when they returned, you know, and the step up in training from club to county and our preparation wasn't good, but at the same time we showed enough quality down there to win the game and look we've enjoyed our period, you know, since you know we've had everybody available from the break in the league really, you know, and we felt we've built, you know, we haven't been always you know, we're far from perfect, but we've done an awful lot right and you know, the thing is now we, we have to improve massively going into the next game because hand and heart you know, with all due respect to Clare, you know, they haven't been in the latter stages. You know, Galway and Armagh, we maybe haven't been the, you know, the heavyweight teams in the sense that Armagh have been in Division 1 the last number of years. They've beaten Donegal and Tyrone. Uh, you know, Galway, you know, have been in Division 1 apart from this year for the last four or five years and been in the All-Ireland semi-final and National League final. So, whoever comes down, it'll be a big step up. So, Sworn 5-13, well, we got today and they didn't the Well, I don't know who said that. So I don't, uh, I don't know how they could say that when we haven't been in Crook Park. Um, I don't, I don't know. Listen, people are entitled to opinion. It's natural with ourselves. Like we're not a Dublin, we're not a Kerry. who have been in Crook Park consistently. We're not a Mayo, we're not a Throne. So we aren't. Um, who have been here and put up scores. So it is. So I can understand the uh, the cautiousness and the questioning from people. You know, you know, every day your question, you've got to go and prove it. You know, Dublin are questioned at the minute, despite some of them having seven, eight all irons, and I can understand that. But I think today we proved we could score. But the next day we've got to prove the same. You know, probably we went out to open up the game, you know, quite early, and you knew to do that you're going to leave a bit of leakiness. You know, we didn't want to be, I suppose, cautious in your approach because we felt they, that that would play into Clare's hands, so it would massively, you know, so it would if we were overly cautious. But look, were we happy with a couple of goal opportunities? We conceded absolutely not, but I suppose we substituted that with dominating an awful lot of the ball. But, you know, Clare don't play with orthodox inside players, so they don't, you know. Um, they play with Keenan Sexton up, and even early on he was defending. So there's no point in having Brendan marking somebody when there's nobody to mark. You know, we put him out, and you know, and the big man in the kickouts in the middle of the field and to push on, and thought he quitted himself quite well. Aye, Connor, Connor, Connor was really, really good, you know, and, you know, he's, he's evolving his game massively. You've got to remember he's only home, I don't know. 19, 20 months from being away from the game for five years and every day is getting better and just to, his qualities as a teammate with him without the ball is second to none. That's Christopher, not Chrissy. <laughs> so it is, uh, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. Listen, I suppose we had a good idea. You know, if, you know, we probably learned a wee bit from Roscommon as well. You know, against Clare, and it's a good thing you get a chance to to, to, to analyse it. You know, over a period of time and let it digest and settle in. And look, they're they're very smart fellas. You know, they're 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 very well um, educated from a sporting or football point of view from their clubs and families and schools. You know, and just the fact that we're all together now. You know, it's it's very enjoyable coaching, and you can see the way they can coach each other on the team. At the end of the day, they have to manage the team on the pitch. You know. I just felt, you know, you know, Clare are a very good side, you know, but they haven't been at the business end of the championship. You know, we're after coming for beating three Division One teams. I know the quality of our players. You know, you go into games against Donegal, Armagh, sorry, Donegal, Man and Throw. You can't hand an art say you're definitely going to win. Far from it. But we felt that we had superior players to Clare that have operated at a higher level. So that maybe not as consistently as they have, but we've operated at it, you know. But at the end of the day, you play the you know, you play the, the Donegals and Thrones and Manons, you can't say that ten, you know, ten times out of ten. If you win six or six and a half out of ten, you'd be going well. Right, you came on this game probably the first time in the championship that you started the favourite side. I know that probably doesn't really mean too much to you, but 
I see it naturally favours, but it actually adds no more pressure than going into play Tyrone or to be honest, going into play offline in a league game. So it is, you know, good players have got to deal with different situations and earn the right to be favourites, you know. And you know, the reason we're favourites is because we've done things at a very consistent level and a very good quality level. You know, as I said, you know, we're not perfect, but we're improving all the time and we're showing lots of good quality. So look, they, they absorbed it and I thought they thought they took it in their stride, but I would have expected that. And this is for the goals, obviously. No, they were really impressive moves, and I thought we offered up a very simple philosophy of you know rewarding the man in the best position. You know, sometimes we make mistakes, sometimes there's we errors. That's natural, so it is. But they, you know, we have some serious quality players. Derry have some serious quality players, and when they get those opportunities, they should show it. So I'm delighted for them on a personal level, but also as a collective that they did. Created the third goal, and I've seen you play the three. You just string a five across the full board. Like, why do you do that? The, the players do that at times. You know, they they they, they see. You know the way Claire were going to set up. You know, and where we could get maybe some spaces and stuff. You know, at the end of the day, you know, some players if they're not involved in the play, they might feel they can get in there. You know, so you know, I'm, I can't actually remember. I know the third goal. I can't actually call. We'll see the video how many was inside at that time. You know, but um, you know, so you work on different things. Some days they come off, and some days they don't. Common. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> That's the last question. Rory, let's ask you about the journey you're on. You've gone to Carmen Cage during the week and it was something like the miserable run they were on the Ulster Championship and talking about playing in Division 4. Compared to now, like going back to a first semi final in the All Ireland now since 2004 for this group, they've come on a long way in this journey, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They've come a massive long way. Um, you know, probably to the outside world, yeah, but once, you know, the likes of myself and the rest of the coaches and managers, they got our teeth into it, we knew we had a lot of good quality. So we have, yes, it's it's a big leap, so it is, but it's also from our point of view about fulfilling your potential and our job is to try to get the boys our job, our, our aim and our, what we all want as part of a group is to get the most out of ourselves and enjoy it on every step of the way and look, part of that's going to be when things don't go your way, when games don't go your way and you know, we bounced back from a very dark day and no one begging it's Galway and we responded well so it's really enjoyable there will be ups and downs but we'll enjoy the ride as best we can I suppose a combination of, of a couple of things um, first of all you know full credit to Derry um, a clinical display uh, fantastic finishing especially in the area of goals uh, fantastic display all around the pitch and um, you know to match that we needed things needed to go really right for us and I don't think they did. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think we played particularly well in a lot of aspects of our game, and uh, we were punished. And that's that's pretty much it. Did we two one they also were down after twelve minutes and left you. That left you having to come out as well, and it was a real nightmare for you. It was a bit of a mountain, all right. Um, conceding those early goals was exactly what you don't do, and uh, unfortunately, that's where we're, where we were coming from. Um, and the other thing was that any time we kind of made a break to get back at them, they answered immediately with a goal. So that you know that goal before half time was a killer as well. Like we had got it down to six, I think, at that point. But uh, I, listen, you know, you can go on and on and on about Claire. You know, you've got to give credit to, to Derry. It was a fine display, and, and, and uh, he has a fine team. And Did they do anything you didn't expect? Not really, you know. One of the things about being the same division of the, as Derry, you, you're you're aware of their, um, you know, of what they they'll do and their, their players, their personnel, and what they can do with their personnel. Not really. There was no there was no surprises there. 
Uh, I suppose that's as clinical as they've ever been in front of goal, though. <laughs> that was one thing. Is it the fact that, uh, I suppose, you know, you can accept defeat, but it's the fact that you can your potential really kind of... Yeah, that's, that's a tough one, no, and even if it was an only another 12 team you had it and you took them out and they yeah. didn't perform, you'd be kind of, you'd be cheesed afterwards, you know, but uh, I don't think the lads would have been happy with how, how they played and... But, uh, you know, you're as good as you're allowed to play, you know. Sometimes you take away from the, 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 the winning team and, I, and in no way take away from Derry's performance. They, they were really good. That idea that frustrates a lot of confidence, you coughed up the first goal on your own kick-out as well. It's an error that could have avoided. That's it, yeah. Uh, one of the key things about any of the top teams, which I would rate Derry as one of, is that uh, you don't concede silly goals like that. And... Uh, you know, if you're on the back foot, then things change. And I thought we were doing quite well up to then. That you know, that we were taking pot shots from places. This you know, you know, and they weren't scoring. So, but uh, that was a killer, yeah. yeah the two those. Great frustration with your own shooting in that kind of first half hour as well. Because yeah, we didn't do we didn't do so hot either. Like you know, there's a. But uh, as I say, it was. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a great display now by us and uh, you'd be disappointed with that. I mean, if you'd gone out and really performed well and then they got beaten, fair enough. But, uh, but as I said, you're, you're as good as you're allowed to play. Did you feel like you just looked up to half-time before that third goal went in? <laughs> that would have been a big help, all right, yeah, it would, yeah. Ah, but, you know, again, you know, we, you'd like to think that we should have prevented that as well, like, you know, but... Uh, it would have been, I think, six six points at half time would have been a lot more manageable than nine. Anyway. Small consolation now, but for your players to get to come up and play two games in Croke Park and not get football this year has to be good for development. Well, it's good for development. It is, and it's nice to see Clare teams playing in Clare football teams playing in Croke Park. Our hurlers have been here a good bit, but uh, so you know that is. But I suppose today it's 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 hard to focus in on that part of it today. Colin, I think you've given it nine years at this stage with Clare. Where are you on your agreement with Clare? Well, listen, much as I appreciate all the marvellous work that you guys do promoting Gaelic games, and much as I respect everyone, you're not going to be the first people to know when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think my family might be first, the players might be second, the backroom team might be third, and the county board might be fourth. <laughs> but it's something we've got to think about anyway. The result moving on, um, major step up required. First half obviously uh, wasn't what we would have wanted. Picked it up a bit in the second half, but probably four week layoff didn't help. You know, it took us a while to shake the cobwebs, but um, but yeah, we you know we we stringed some good passages of play together in the second half and a little bit better. Yeah, of course, you know, I was going to be, and uh, we knew Cork were going to dig in, obviously, sort of proud county and great great tradition down there, uh, they they didn't surprise us with anything they did, uh, it was to be expected, um, but, you know, we just, we just couldn't get to the pace of it in the way we would have liked, and um, uh, definitely they were causing us problems as well, kicked a lot of wides uh, themselves, so... We were happy enough to get get regrouped at half time and um, you know have a chat and uh, and move back out and, and thankfully the second half was a little bit better. Well, 
Yeah, Con and Jane obviously is very disappointing for the lads themselves uh, to miss out today, um, and you know, huge impact on team as well. Captain, vice captain, to rock solid players. Um, so yeah, that that, that um, was probably uh, a factor in in today's overall performance for sure. And uh, for the next day, you know, it's it's it's. It's part and parcel of the game at this level, injuries and uh, you know, you have to be resilient, you have there's a level of acceptance around them as well. So it's um it's pretty much a race against time now, two weeks, picking up an injury at, at this time of the year is tough and uh, we're all on hands on deck in terms of our medical staff trying to trying to get the lads right. I, I prefer not to say if that's okay, uh, but uh, we're working hard to get them to get them right for the next day. Yeah, we're happy with him. Um, Owen was a great competitor, a great warrior. Um, it's a big ask of him uh, to be able to transition uh, from one to the other. Um, they are very different games, but obviously he's a pedigree as a very good footballer with his club in Whitehall. Um, I had him at development squad level back in the day as well. So, um, yeah, we, we've been impressed with him uh, to date, for sure. Um, he's definitely an addition to the squad, and it was great to see him get some game time. Yeah, he do, he does of course. Yeah, he's um, and he's been very well received by the lads as well. Yeah. 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 No, Lee, Lee is playing very well. I'm very happy with, with a lot of young lads in the panel this year. Um, Lee and Larkin Odell are probably. Um, to the fore from that perspective um, but a, a lot of other young players pushing hard as well in behind there so um, it's uh, great to see Lee do so well yeah. He still think there's a lot to work on ahead Yeah definitely definitely um, you know as major step up in class I'd, I'd expect for, for the next day regardless of who the opposition is and um, and you know either opponent is going to bring its own sort of uh, set of circumstances history and tradition rich tradition to it too so it's um it's going to be an interesting one for sure yeah yeah i'll come watch yeah um yeah the cork dug in like it was um we're always going to put up significant resistance. Um, Powder playing the plus one, he's, he's very capable in that role. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's it's one of those we're sort of happy to have got through it. Um, you know, I'd, I'd probably give it a six and a half out of ten performance from from our perspective, and uh, and uh, we we know that there needs to be a big big improvement for the next one. You know, I felt in the first half we 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 missed four or five scores, and another day we could have got them. You know what I mean? And, and we needed something to cling on to at halftime. There was a nice breeze there, and um, we just couldn't get the grip in in the third quarter. There, you know, Dublin pushed on, pushed up on our kickouts, and uh, we just couldn't get the grips of it. Ultimately, like that was the complete winning and losing of the game. Uh, third quarter just couldn't 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 get the ball up, couldn't make it stick, and you know, Dublin poured on, and we had no answer to them.
um, overall, considering where you started the year and where you ended the year, I know it's not about a question, how pleased are with, with the overall performance in Southern side? Uh, look, I suppose some of it was okay, but any time you get beaten by 11 points, um, you know, we as a group there, the ultimate aim is to try and get up to the very top. And we, you know, we're we're a good bit off it there now. We're well, you know, beaten by Kerry by a similar type score, beaten by Dublin. That's the standard, and we're not at that. We're nowhere near it. Uh, but at least people can see that out there today. You know, particularly all the lads in 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 the dressing room and, and the backroom team. That that's the standard that you have to try and get to. How long it takes and whether you can get there or not is 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 is, is another matter. Uh, really, in the you know when Dublin pushed on. You know, their fitness, their conditioning, we just didn't have the answer from, I thought our lads were fierce gallant, you know, and you know, they left everything out in the pitch. We couldn't a- ask anything more for them, but look, ultimately Dublin better team and, you know, scoreline doesn't lie, we're well beaten. John, is it the conditioning then? Is it, you know, you were carried for 50 minutes and Dublin in the first I, I just look. I don't know. It's 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 obviously something maybe in in the SNC and the fitness psyche because uh, we can go so far with teams and then you can't we can't you, you know and and look that's the way with the, the top teams they seem to you know they they seem to have that extra gear when it really matters and and they seem to at times we were looking we we, we thought Dublin at sixteen or seventeen players the way they were all coming at angles and all and our lads were. Open their feet completely there, so obviously it probably is 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 a fitness thing, and and like that I think that probably takes a good number of years because there were times this year maybe when we pushed on a bit harder training and our lads were breaking down and getting injured, so it's a thing that you just don't build up overnight, and it it probably takes a, a good number of years. I'm sure like the, you know all the, the top teams that are will be in the semi-finals there. It just didn't happen overnight. You know, and you could see Dublin today, like all their players there that you know won the six in a row. They were in fantastic physical condition, uh, knew exactly how to play, knew exactly, you know, when to give the right ball. Never shot when it wasn't on. And hopefully, there's an awful lot of learnings for for the guys inside in the car dressing rooms that that they, if they want to and and can do can bring it forward there. That they hopefully that they will be in a better position to do something better in the years gone by if they can learn from what's happened today because look it's a relatively young team but like that doesn't matter and you know if they can't if they can't uh, learn from what happened here and happened against Kerry and try and get on to the next level. Did you deliberately set out to deny Dublin goal opportunities that have destroyed other teams in the Leinster left? Yeah I suppose we did like you know uh, we, 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 we looked I suppose at the last three games they had in the list of championship and the games are over after 20 minutes and uh, we did set out that you know at least we'd stay in the game uh, somewhere down the stretch and give us some bit of a chance in the second half so it, it was applied that we had said really not, not we couldn't let them in for goals if they get in for goals like it should have been a very long day uh, so at least that was some bit of a positive, you know. In terms of rebuilding, how did Johnny Ray's year one start shape? Look, it got off to an awful bad start, and and we had a, I suppose we had a tough draw in the league. Uh, we had an awful lot of injuries. Uh, we lost our manager, and everything that could go wrong went wrong. And then we kind of looked steady the ship, and you know we we. We won two games in the in the in the championship, but we had two heavy defeats as well. So, look, scorelines don't lie, 
Uh, we're at the moment where we are is 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 a mid division, mid to lower division two team, and and that's what the results have shown. And hopefully going forward, that the idea is is to get up maybe to top of division two, and then ultimately maybe try and get into division one. Because look, we know that a team has no hope of coming up here in quarterfinals and semi-finals uh, unless you're either at the top of Division 2 or competing in Division 1 because that's where it's at and, and that's where you learn and that's where you know the team, the winning teams are going to come from and I suppose the next the next uh, level that Cork need to get to now is, is, is that, get up to try and get up towards the top of Division 2 and hopefully that can happen over the next couple of years but look it, it's going to it's going to take an awful lot of, work, lot of hard work to do that, so that's that's the next item in the agenda, I think, you know. Sorry? I I think there is, you know. Um like there 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 are an awful lot of players in Cork. Um maybe of the same standard and and uh you know there's definitely the foundations maybe to to be definitely Trying to get into Division One anyway, definitely. I would think so. Yeah. John, you've seen obviously <coughs> two Dublin and Kerry clubs, and I know Mayo are on the big stage tomorrow. Yeah. How do you think the two favourites of the Ireland's the the semi Sure, I suppose we had very similar type games with both of them, you know. We went toe to toe with them for large cases of the first half. Um and then in, in, in both in both scenarios when they when they um you know, when they pushed on the gas we weren't able to, to take them and I know say for example today I know Conor Kell and James McCarthy were missing like so whether they would have given Dublin the extra impetus. So look at this stage, if they if they were playing, and I know it may or might have a, would have a big say. It would be it would be very hard to call it. And from from my point of view, I think they're two superb teams, and and if they did meet, uh, it 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 would be one superb game of football. John, there were reports that um, Cork had made a play for a noise It, it is, I suppose. Look, it's it's a lot of it is the, and I know from we played at home the last two games, and it's it's, it's it is a lot easier, you know, to, to to play at home, and you're not. Maybe I think wherever we had played Dublin this evening wasn't going to make any difference, but um, you know, six o'clock in the evening, it, it wasn't easy for a lot of people. Didn't come from Cork because uh, they couldn't. They have no very late getting home you couldn't bring young kids they'd have liked to come for the weekend couldn't get any place to stay or else it would cost them an arm and a leg so um, you know we'd have loved us in Parky Keeve we have <laughs> no qualms that it wasn't it should have been great and um, you know it, it it was hard to blame a lot of Cork people from not coming up because because of those reasons 